0: Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 160. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Always beginning by bringing all awareness to this moment. The only moment there is. You can set your own clear intention to receive any clarity or guidance you are seeking. Please use your discernment. Only take the information that resonates in your heart space. And as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to just bring myself to the space. I am learning very, very quickly that all we have to do is show up and God will do the rest. Source will do the rest. And as I have challenged myself to be more allowing to experiences, I am realizing that God's been trying to show me my whole life that it has my back. That everything that I've ever went through in regards to a grievance or a negative emotion has been God trying to tell me I'm with you. And I can only speak from my own experience, but in the idea of taking yourself to the space to interact with others or to say yes to invites you will find God there. And I am also realizing I have had a distorted belief in regards to one or more gathering. I have put so much emphasis on doing your own work. And for me, that was the truth for a long time. And I still do believe that. We do need to do our own work. But sometimes... You don't know the work that needs to be done unless you connect with another. I have shared recently that I have been saying yes more to invites and I've been having a blast. I went to a boxing class um, yesterday, I love you, Lindsay, with our sister Lindsay and it was so fun. But I, I, I did throw up. <laughs> It was just water. (laughs) Uh, My body was in shock. As um, I am an athlete, I've been dancing for many years, but not for so long, meaning I stopped dancing for a while. And I don't know what I expected, you know, in regards to a boxing class, but I did fairly good. I completed the class, but um, yes, my body let me know I need to be more active. And as I am connecting with more brothers and sisters, I'm realizing they're God. I'm seeing the evidence of God in these experiences. And to know God and to experience it might be two things. I have always known God, the I am, I've always known love is here. But from that perspective, it was a theory. I was loving to believe and I'm happy I did believe because my belief aligned me to the experience to see God before me and to witness the love of God flowing to and through me sometimes through another. So as I bring myself to the space just coming to the space I just want to remind us that God is here the I am is here. And sometimes we have a difficult time comprehending this because we don't know where to look for God. We think it's inside or outside, above or below. And if you come into the perspective of oneness, it's in all directions. So it is true. When two or more gather, God will be there. Meaning, your subconscious and your conscious connecting, you will meet God within. But it is also true. If you say yes to the invite, and you gather with another, God will be there. God is never not there. And we keep saying the word God, and sometimes when we say it, we can feel the cringe from some of the listeners, but that is your work. It's the indicator you are attributing God to a religion. And Source, the I Am, has nothing to do with religion. So we're not speaking about the God of the scripture. We're speaking about the God within, the God around, above, and below in all directions not in a church not in a book within me and you right now we will pull some cards from a oracle deck I designed and released not the ethereal doorway it's another deck I was going to release before that one but I lost the design so it will not be replicated speaking of the ethereal doorway oracle thank you so much to those of you who have purchased it It will not be available much longer. If you have not purchased it and you are thinking about it, you probably have about five days to get that done, as I do want to take it off the shelf and have it be something special and sort of exclusive to the soul fam or those of us who do have it. If you are interested, there is a link on my TikTok bio at Oracle. and again, that deck is entitled the ethereal doorway it is a 44 card oracle deck so if you haven't got it and you want to you have about five days (laughs) and what else do i want to say i don't know what to say um i i don't know what to say i've just been living a magical life And I'm so appreciative and grateful to those of you who have not stopped loving me or seeing me in light, even when I didn't recognize myself there. And thank you so much for your patience, as I have come a very long way with you. We have come such a long way together, and I am eager and excited about what's to come. In the previous episode, you did hear me plant the seed in regards to gathering physically at a retreat, saying if somebody has it, you know, we would love to be there. I think I manifested that experience. I don't want to speak too much about it, but I do have a meeting on the 14th that might lead us in that direction. And am I surprised? No. Should I be? No. Is it surprising to my five senses? Yes. Yes. Like, my five senses cannot believe... The magic that is happening in my life because it was so rigid and not receptive to budging from our belief system, my belief system. But in my heart, I have always known that God would show me the evidence of itself, should I open and allow. So all I did was discover and allow love into my experience. And I didn't realize that I would discover it through others, through the brothers and sisters that I am connecting with today. Let's take a deep breath, and we will pull four cards from the Galactic Oracle. Yes. Cards are as follows. Card number one, reprogram, subconscious reset. Card number two, light language, sound frequency. Card number three, memory recall, past life timelines. Card number four, karma, ending and beginning. I feel overwhelmed with excitement, joy, rejoice and happy for all beings that are tuning in right now as these four cards are honoring the work that we have been doing. So this is what I feel guided to say without getting into the cards yet. You are probably now probably today you are now seeing the evidence of your hard work. You are seeing the evidence of your choice to stay devoted and disciplined in regards to choosing the preferences or realities that you prefer. You've done the work. Now the work is to let God. To have more fun. To be more in nature. Pet your dog. Eat ice cream. There's no more work to be done. There was never work to be done. So as the first card suggests the reprogramming of the subconscious, let's speak about that. If I didn't believe that the previous episodes would support those where they are, I would delete this whole podcast and start again. Because we have been lied to. There's no work to be done. There's intention, yes, but work is a distortion based off the five senses who doesn't remember you're already perfect, you're already whole. And do you have adjustments that you would like to make so that you can feel better? Yes, but it's not work. What does that mean? This means you are perfect as you are right now. You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. You don't even need to be helped. But sometimes we do need support. So when we speak about the reprogramming of subconscious as a reset, we want to know that all of the help and support you need is not only within you, but it will be offered to you should you just show up. Take yourself to the space. And then watch what happens. Everything that we've been doing on the podcast has been for the purpose or intention of reprogramming the subconscious. So since that's the first card, again, I'm choosing to believe this is confirming that we've done that work. What does that mean? It means that we are more mindful now, so not to attach to the perpetuation of the memory or the old story This does not mean the memory ceased to exist. It means now we know when we're attaching to it or not, when we are creating from that space or not. That's the reset, is to know when you are perpetuating the old. You can't really stop the old altogether in a moment because there's too much momentum. So reprogramming is little by little by little. And as we are on episode 160, We've gathered 160 times with some breaks in between. We've gathered 160 times for the purpose of reprogramming the subconscious to reinterpret those memories and to understand it in a more refined way. Card number two, which is light language, sound, and frequency, would suggest that we are vibrating at a new frequency today. What's the frequency that we are vibrating at? Reset. And being that card number three is Memory Recall, Past Life Timeline, I'm seeing this in a way that says, you are vibrating at the frequency today to be able to look at your traumatic memories and your past experiences. And since the fourth card is Life Review with Karma, Ending and Beginning, this might suggest that we are having our Life Review now. This is an idea that we've spoke about briefly in regards to not having to die, to die. To be reborn. While in life. Not to wait until you exit the vessel to have the life review. So we are all experiencing a ending and beginning. And since we have done the work to reprogram the subconscious mind in regards to attaching to memory or not, we are all seeing the beginnings We're focusing more so on the shift and the evidence of our work. So I am so proud of all of you, everyone who tunes in. I'm so proud of myself. We have grown very rapidly within just this past week. I'm not the same person. Neither are you. This goes without saying, but I'm experiencing it in real time. So you have done the work to reprogram the subconscious but it don't stop, meaning now we know there is no work, it's an intention to stay mindful with the attachment to data, to know when you are perpetuating the memory or if you are in the present, which is so important because it will become the sound frequency what you are emitting. And then if you're in that state of being, when those memories do arise, you're going to attach to it in a way that you do create more karma, which is cause and effect. What does that look like this looks like when you are a data collector as we are our whole experience is about priors and new experience you cannot line up with the what you call future experience unless you've had the prior experience but we get tangled in the perpetuation of the data which is what we speak of but this means When you are aligned, you are able to look at those memories and traumatic experiences in a way that you do not perpetuate it as a future. It is a prior that you stop, a memory that you do not let be a continuum at a frequency level. So this means that the memories are still there. They will still arise many of us might be purging right now, experiencing rapid growth in the form of contrast. But you're never going to experience contrast the way you used to. You're going to be mindful now. You're going to know that it's an opportunity to reinterpret. You're going to be so mindful not to perpetuate the essence or feeling so you don't keep replicating it or continue it. So life review suggests that yes, we are at the end of a karmic cycle. I want us all to take a big breath and just feel what that might feel like. What does it feel like to know that you have come to the full circle point of singularity where you do not have to perpetuate the old anymore? What does it feel like to know that you are reborn and that you are being guided in the direction of your well being? What does it feel like to know that there was never a problem here, that there was never a solution to seek, and everything that we went through served a purpose? It was for something special, meaning you couldn't get where you are right now unless you went through everything you went through before. Everything has a place. Everything has a place, and the space that we are in right now would require us to go through everything that we went through to get here. So as we are having this life review while alive, let's be in rejoice over those negative emotions and experiences which are the very thing that allowed you to be calibrated to this point in time space. We want to see the value in our suffering. And I can't tell you what the value is as an individual because only you know what you got from it. So let's just discuss what that life review might look like and what might our lives look like after the life review. As we are discussing life review, we do want to leave the old concept out of the equation which would include the idea of death. Since we are in a new knowing that there is no death, only transformation, we are going to discuss life review in a new way. Life review is the idea that you are accountable to self. That you have a clear intention for setting out into this realm of existence. And before you came here, you had a specific theme in mind to fulfill lessons or integrate specific data. Sometimes we don't do that because we forget. So without having to exit the vessel now since that's the old way we are having a life review today in a way that would have us be accountable to our own creation. So what does that look like? It looks like if you have a talent, a passion, or creativity, and you're not honoring it, you would ask yourself today, right now, why? Instead of waiting to die and get the answer, it looks like if you have love in your heart or as an intention, and you throat punch somebody because they made you angry, you're going to ask yourself why today while you're alive and clear it while you're alive. Instead of waiting to exit the vessel and asking yourself why then, we don't want you to have to wait to die to be reborn. That's the old way of the life review, the karmic ending and beginning. And since karma is essentially cause and effect, you don't have to die to clear the cause or the effect. We just have to clear it right now. You are the center point holding all things together. So your review is between you and you. And it is between you and the higher aspect of mind or self, which is where we get this idea we are judged. You're not judged, but you are held accountable. You are held accountable. So when you ask yourself, why did I say that unkind thing? Why didn't I choose love in that moment? You must answer yourself. Are you being judged there? No, you're being accountable for your actions so that you can recourse or redirect so that you don't continue that action. There is this idea on earth that we're supposed to stay in love and positivity. We will get there. But it really doesn't matter in the most loving way how many people you hurt on earth. When it matters is when you don't clear it. Because now you're creating an effect and you were the cause, should you be the perpetrator. So we don't wanna focus so much on the bad things that we've done or the not so kind things that we've done that will only create more grievances in your experience. You'll be too self-judgmental. We just want to answer thyself, why did I do that? Why did I say that? and then don't do it again after you get your answer. That's, in the most simplest way, a life review. Let's touch on the old way just to clarify. The old life review looks like you exit the vessel, you go back to source, you meet your guidance, your counsels, your your loved ones, your angels, all you, fractals or fragments of self, and you sit before those versions of you And they are going to ask you, you asking you, before you went to earth you said you were going to do this, but you did that instead. Why? Again, it's not judgment, it's accountability. You must answer. And the love of Source doesn't change, it doesn't budge, depending on your your answer or responses. The love of God is agape, it's love with no condition, so it's fixed, doesn't move. And then after you are accountable to yourself in the old way, the realization you get from it would determine your next experience, where you get to go next. So doesn't it sort of seem like we're already doing that? Because as you clear your grievances or you choose peace or send love, do you not find yourself able to choose another experience? Are you not in a more refined vibration or state of being which would align you to more beautiful, loving circumstances, people, experiences? So we're already doing it, we just don't realize because for so long we've been living in our past. That person did this to me so I'll never be nice to them or this person said that to me, I'm going to stay away. That's not a new experience based off of an uh, occurrence That's perpetuating it. And let's just say you are holding a grudge or a grievance and you do exit the earth. You're going to be accountable for it there, so you might as well do it now. You held a grudge against that person, and in your soul memory or intention, you said you wanted to go to earth to send love to all beings. Why didn't you? And then you're going to say, I don't know, I just forgot. So if there is an intention now, it's to remember that you are always the singular point, the point in the center of all things that is determining what your next experience will be. For so long, we had this idea that next experience refers to future or past lives, and we want you to honor your multidimensional nature and know that in any moment, since you are the Christ, you can be reborn and then, because of this, make a new experience for yourself. But you can only do that if you are accountable for the experience you are creating for yourself. So that's what the intention is, is to do an overview or a scan of your current experience, your current feeling, state of being. And see to it that it matches your priorities, which might be to choose love or peace or to live a harmonious life on earth. If we can stay focused on the priority, which might be to choose love and to remember God in all experiences and in every moment the best we can, it would be very easy for us to do that life review because the gauge is so clear. You're either choosing love or not. That might be the only question a soul would get in regards to life review. You said you were going to choose love, but you didn't. Why? And every answer would be different, but essentially speaking, it's because we forgot we are that love, we forgot we are that creator that sent itself here. So I'm so proud of each of you for continuing along this journey, as I know it has been very difficult at times. I am also proud of myself for that same thing. You all know Earth has been very tough for me, and some of you, meaning... Just because I know my trauma, I don't know yours. And I don't want to victimize you just because I absolutely could not stand it in the past. I want to make sure I'm speaking past tense. (laughs) Earth used to be a very difficult place for me, but now I find myself in joy. I don't want to assume because it was hard for me, it's hard for you. Even though the brother aspect of me knows that maybe that is true. So I will have compassion for those of you that have had a difficult time here. But I also don't want to victimize you and see you in radiance and as the I am. You have come to the end of a cycle. You are in a new phase of your life. All of your endings have always been new beginnings. And we want you to see it as that the evidence of blessings and miracles and love that you can look forward to. All of your changes are blessings. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final feelings, but I don't know how I feel. (laughs) What I mean is, I am in a phase of my development where I am, I am, I just am, and it's a big adjustment for me because I am not who I was or who I thought I was. And since I'm going through this experience, I know that you are too, at some level, in a maybe different way that pertains to you. I don't know what to say, except I am just in gratitude and appreciation for all of you who hold space and love me as brother. And... That's it. I am just in awe of this experience and I am excited and eager to see what's to come. There are big things in the works that we will discuss as we get closer to them. But I just want you to expect a miracle, expect a blessing and know, as Mother Mary would tell us, the future is only frightening without faith and everything will make sense one day soon, if not already starting to. Your grievances, your pain, your suffering all served a purpose, and it was not to punish you or to make you feel broken, it was to remind you of your radiance and your resilience. You are doing, we are doing much better than we think, and if how I feel is any evidence of what is to come, I'm expecting blessings for all of Gaia. I am holding enough love in my heart for all of us today. I always have been, but now I know it. I've experienced it. I can say today I don't believe in God, I know God. And it's been through all of you. So that's what I want to say. You are so loved and perfectly supported at all times. And even when you thought you were alone, you never were. And the moments when you thought you were alone, it was to eventually remind you you never were. Only you know what your life is looking or feeling like today. But I can remind you, only God is here all the time. Only love is here at all times. We just have to discover and allow it as our Mayan consciousness reminded us. And that's what I'm doing. Saying yes to invites, discovering love, and just allowing it to happen. It is intense. I feel, if I'm just being honest, I'm confused. I don't know how I feel. I I don't even know if anything I said on this episode makes sense at all. I feel like I'm just talking without saying anything. But that might be what it feels like to be in surrender and allowing even more. But I feel weird. (laughs) I feel... I feel good. Really good. Just really weird. And that's kind of sad to me that feeling good makes me feel weird because that would suggest I'm not used to feeling good. So I am open to receive the blessings of God and I am claiming miracles and blessings and Harmony and peace in my life I am worthy to receive, but it does feel weird. I'm not gonna lie It feels weird for me to feel so good I'm very confused (laughs) Call upon your guides your angelic helpers and your loved ones The aspect of self that we think is out there Call upon the I am presence the only presence active here. Give those fractals and aspects of self permission to support you in all areas of your life. Bear witness to yourself more. Know that you are the problem creator and the problem solver here. You are the one-stop shop. It begins and it ends in you. And as we are honoring the end of a karmic cycle, let us rejoice that the light has come and that there are no more endings, there never was, there is only new beginnings. Welcome to a new beginning. Yes.